All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Neil Armstrong reporting the roll and pitch program, which puts Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Active FM, a big cheer to you for tuning in today. Uh, whether it's your first time or you are coming back again, uh, welcome to the show. This is The Void Show, and it is a family of people who are willing to learn new things every day, right? Because uh, truth is, and I want to believe that nobody knows everything, right? <laughs> so uh, everyone or every person you meet along the way has surely went through something that you could not even think of right uh, so uh, are those who learn the best or those who live life differently are those who really see themselves as students okay they are those who take every opportunity as a chance to learn stuff or are those who take every chance as an opportunity to learn new things okay uh, hence i'm saying uh, a big cheer to you that's because you are here because you want to learn new stuff right about our natural world okay and essentially that's really what science is all about it's about um discovering things it's about understanding that's the word it's about understanding our natural world okay you, you, you want to come and debate about whether to believe in science or not if you want to believe it i mean do it right but our goal is more of understanding our natural world and you're going to see what we're speaking of today right you will see that it's really about understanding our natural world and really using our knowledge to make our life better okay you will see when we speak about electricity right it's it's somehow going to squeeze itself in today's discussion you will see really we've got electricity because we understand that i mean our knowledge can really be used to, to make electricity right so so that's pretty much all our, 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 um, our goal right it's really to understand our universe it's a journey it's an adventurous journey um so this is the void show and my name is andrew and i'm so excited for today right so um, we've been speaking about uh, some of the basic things one should know to learn or before learning quantum theory, okay, or quantum mechanics. Now, we also said that if you've got no clue what quantum mechanics is, you, you this is your show, okay? You want to listen to this, right? <laughs> uh, because it's one of the most interesting um, subjects or uh, 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 courses, whatever, right, in physics, okay, or in chemistry. So you really want to listen to this. Now, we started off by speaking of matter, okay? Matter. We said matter um, is anything and everything that has got mass and has a volume, okay? So if it has mass and if it has got volume, and by volume, we mean... Uh, 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 the amount of space it takes in this universe okay so anything that has got mass and a volume it's a matter right you are matter right <laughs> uh, the tool you're using to listen to this is matter okay we also spoke about different states of matter right so in this universe 
matter can exist uh, it can either be a solid or it can either be a liquid or it can either be a gas or it can either be a plasma okay the sun and all the other stars in the universe are made of plasma okay but when we speak of a solid matter of a solid object um we're speaking of something that's solid okay <laughs> uh, that means it has a fixed shape and it has got a definite volume okay when we speak of a liquid a liquid has no fixed shape but it has got a definite volume right that's because it literally takes amount of space in this universe uh, but it has got no fixed shape because it literally just takes whatever shape of an object it is inside of right water is a liquid right but it has got no fixed shape right you put it in a cup it takes the shape of a cup right you put it in 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 i don't know in in in, in a container a pear-shaped container it's gonna take the shape of that container right so it has got no fixed shape but liquids have a definite volume right by that we mean we can measure the amount of space they take in this universe right We've got gaseous states of matter, right? So we now know that matter can exist as solid, it can exist as um, um, as liquid, or it can exist as uh, gas, right? So what is gas? Uh, you see, one interesting thing about gas is that it has no fixed shape and it has got no definite volume, okay? For example, let us say you have a bottle of a gas, right? So it's a gas inside a bottle. Uh, for example, let's say ammonia, right? So ammonia is a form of gas. If you literally open that bottle of ammonia, uh, maybe you are at a certain corner of your room. Literally, a few minutes later, that gas is going to be smelling all over the room. Okay? So that tells us uh that gases do not have a fixed shape okay they do not have a volume a fixed uh, volume right but they literally everywhere like the example we mentioned of what of a gas right of ammonia um you would also speak about other gases as well uh, and the last gaseous state of matter i mean the last state of matter would be plasma okay your stars or the sun those are plasma they are made of plasma okay we essentially refer to it as a fourth state of matter okay and i mean that one is like um it, it can only exist in millions of degrees right very 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 high temperatures okay so that's pretty much what we spoke about and after this we're going to be extending on that really interesting stuff that you don't want to miss we're going to be speaking about um, um atoms uh, um, nuclear energy okay and there's this famous equation of albert einstein you surely have seen it e is equals to uh, e equals mc squared right you surely have seen that if you haven't seen that um i mean we're going to be speaking about it so really we're going to be speaking about so many interesting things today um right after this stay tuned do you love radio well of course if you're listening to And all your entertainment! 
Right. So let's do this, okay? Uh, now. Uh, by now, you would know that anything in the universe can either be one of the four states of matter. Okay? So, by now, you would know that anything in the universe can either exist as a solid object, it can be a liquid, it can be a gas, or it can be plasma, right? By now, you know that. And one cool thing that you should also know is that we can have different states of matter transforming or turning into different states of matter, right? And that's when we speak of physical changes that can literally take place. And what do we mean by that? We mean we can have a solid object turning into a liquid object, right? We can also have a liquid matter turning into a gas uh, matter, right? Uh, for example, a physical change that can take place. Uh, let's uh, say you've got a uh, piece of an ice, right? A piece of an ice. Uh, you just took it out of your fridge and ice is obviously a solid object, right? It's obviously what? It's obviously a solid object. Now, here's a big question. You tell me, what's going to happen if you start giving this piece of an ice heat energy? What's going to happen? It's obviously going to start to melt, hey? Eh? And when it starts to melt, this solid piece of an ice is going to turn into what? It's going to turn into liquid, eh? What is this liquid? This liquid is water, eh? So you already see a transformation that's taking place there. But what's going to happen if we start giving this water more heat energy? What's going to happen? It's going to start to boil and boiling is that process when thou this liquid water is going to now turn into what? It's going to turn into gas. Hey? In that case, what is this gas? It's steam. Hey? So the point that we're really trying to drive home here is that you can have different states of matter turning into other uh, forms of matter, right? And uh, this example that we just made of an ice that's a, a physical change, right? You see what's happening. An ice is turning into water and it's turning into steam, right? That's a physical change. But we can also have chemical changes, okay? And essentially, chemistry is the study of these physical changes, okay? They study on how we can use these physical changes. And I'll tell you what, phys uh, not physical changes, I mean chemical changes, eh? Chemistry is the study of these chemical changes that are taking place, eh? They study on uh, how, how we can use these chemical changes, okay, for our life. Because I'll tell you what, chemical changes really do have practical purposes, Okay. Um, uh, 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 for example, we chemical changes normally produce energy. Uh, 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 for example, let me tell you this: uh, we we burn wood to produce energy. Okay, we burn oil, we burn coal to produce electricity. Okay. So that's a chemical change that's taking place there, okay? It's from wood, it's from oil, it's from coal to produce electricity, to produce this electrical energy that we can use for our, for our lives, okay? So, so, so that's really pretty much it. Um, and uh, so here's an interesting story. Um, 
and 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 we are now speaking of laws that early scientists put into place okay but they suddenly changed as soon as albert einstein came into the picture okay you would know albert einstein so back in time back in time like in the 1800s and stuff um there was a lot of signs that scientists put in place okay and if we should know if it's a law it's a law okay it's proven by either mathematical analysis mathematical models and by observation as well right we speak of law of gravity right we see it happening and you cannot deny it you cannot defy it right that's why we say it's a law it applies whether you believe it or whether you don't believe it right it applies now based on observations that scientists did in the past they put a law and this law is called the law the, the it's called the law of conservation of mass okay it's called law of conservation of mass conservation of matter right so what it said is that you cannot create mass and you cannot destroy mass but mass can only be turned into other forms of mass okay what do we mean by that we mean uh 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 you cannot create mass i mean i thought i would say something differently but it's pretty much the same thing <laughs> you cannot create mass or you cannot destroy mass but you can just transform a mass or a matter an object into other forms of matter right so what does this mean actually it means that um 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 for example let's say you are building a house right let's say you are building a house a good example now uh, 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 this law means that the sum amount of the ingredients that you used to, to build your house is going to equal the mass of your house as a product do you get that so if you're building a house you're essentially going to be using bricks uh, maybe a bit of cement uh, windows i don't know tiles right ceiling so what this law means it means that you're going to get a house as your product right and if you take the mass of your house and if you take the mass of your ingredients they should be equal they should be equal there shouldn't be some extra mess that you now magically find in your house right they should really be equal let's take a bit of a scientific um, um, example if you have a piece of a copper wire right let's say you are heating uh, a piece of a copper wire maybe in a flame okay now what's gonna happen now your piece of wire is obviously gonna react with oxygen in the air right now what's going to be the result of that the result of that is basically going to be what we call a copper oxide okay you take a copper wire you heat it on a flame right so there's going to be a reaction that's taking place there and the result of that experiment that you're doing is going to be what we call a copper oxide okay and this a copper oxide is basically uh, it's going to be this black black wire black substance okay so this law when it applies here it it means that a copper oxide which means your result is going to have exactly the same mass of 
copper and oxygen, right? There's no additional matter that's going to be created and there's no additional matter that's going to be destroyed, okay? But what happened? Copper wire basically changed into something else. There was a transformation that took place, okay? So that's what the law of conservation of uh, 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 mass says, okay? And basically, scientists, like in the 1800s, they tested the truth of this phenomena again and again and again. So sure that they knew that you know, matter cannot be created nor destroyed, but you can literally just change it into that. And they put that law, right? They stated it as the law of conservation of uh, matter, okay? And in those early times, uh, scientists concluded that it's, it's, it's the same thing that applies with energy, okay? That basically means energy might change from one form to another form, right? Which means you can change maybe heat energy into electrical energy into uh, sound energy right so it, it's pretty much those things you can change another form of energy to another form of energy right you literally can change energy from one form to another but you can neither create or destroy energy right so they put that law into place and that law also came uh, it, it, it was called the law of conservation of energy Okay, so those were two separate laws back in time, hey? Eh? Now, in 1905, a great physicist of all time came, came into place, came into the picture. It's Albert Einstein. Now, Albert Einstein worked out a theory that showed that, listen to me carefully, listen carefully. Now, Albert Einstein... He, he worked out a theory, okay? He, he figured out a theory that showed that matter and energy are not entirely different things as had previously been believed. You get that? So he showed that matter can be converted into energy and energy can be converted into matter, eh? And actually, when you look at that equation, right, of Albert Einstein, it's a very famous equation. We're going to post it on our The Void Show page. Uh, it says E equals to MC squared. Now, M, it stands for mass, right, for matter. E is for energy. So, matter and energy can really work uh, 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 interchangeably, right? So, that that's pretty much what it is, eh? It shows that matter is really a very rich form of energy. That's pretty much it. So in Albert Einstein's proposal, it's also the same thing. So if, if you see what Albert Einstein did, he merged these two separate uh, laws, the law of conservation of mass and the law of conservation of energy. He merged them together and he was like, no, this is actually the law of conservation of mass and energy. The sum total of mass and energy cannot be reduced and destroyed. That's what Albert Einstein did. So I'm pretty sure that you understand what we're speaking of because we really made good examples of what those different two laws mean, right? So what Albert Einstein did, he just merged them together to form this unified uh, 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 law of mass and energy, right? And that's essentially what that famous equation 
means okay and 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 what you should also understand is that um the kind of mess uh, into energy transformation that we're speaking of that Albert Einstein discovered it's it, it, i mean we're not speaking it, it does not occur in in your ordinary physical changes or your chemical changes right it 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 does not occur we really really are speaking of profound changes that occur at the level of subatomic particles okay your protons and your neutrons and your electrons we're speaking of that it's probably a time for a song and here asarela saying to you good shepherd stay tuned
Uh, good shepherd playing on a radio station that is Active FM. As we all and always say, that radio has never been better. Thank you so much for still being here. I always say it feels great uh, to have you around. And I mean, if you're still here, it means you are really loving what we're speaking about uh, today. And really what we're essentially doing um, we want to understand our natural world, right? But um, for today, what we really are discussing is matter and some of the, the properties of matter, right? I mean, before this beautiful gem, uh, Good Shepherd, we really uh, uh, spoke a little bit more deeper, right, about uh, what matter is, okay? Um, um, and, and essentially what you should take there is that um, in, in physics, the word matter... Um, its definition is really totally different from how we normally use the word uh, matter, right? So our, our normal uh, day use of the word matter would be, um, what's the matter, okay? That would imply, what's the problem? What's the issue, right? But really in physics, when we speak of matter, we're speaking about um, anything, okay? It has to exist, of course, right? It has to, it has to exist. If it exists, it is matter, right? It has to have, it has to have mass, okay? It has to exist. So if it exists, it means it's it's occupying some space in uh, this whole universe, right? So, so, and I'll tell you a bit of a joke, uh, 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 which actually the title of the show today was taken from. Um, so <laughs> now you know what matter is, right? It's it's anything that exists. Um, it's anything that has got mass, and it should obviously occupy some space in this universe, um, which obviously means the same thing as existing uh but then uh, i i say to you i say to you okay hey you 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 you've got mess you exist and you occupy some space in this universe so you matter right <laughs> that's a that, that that's a joke that's usually made um in in, in the physics uh, uh, and by the way this is the void show i am your host andrew and what we're going to be ending with uh, today is uh, speaking a bit about atoms, right? Um, uh, atoms in the simplest, the, the, the basic definition of what an atom is. An atom is uh, a building block of everything, okay? It's a building block of everything. And you're really going to see what we mean when we say that. Now, um, let us go back a little bit, okay, to like... Uh, uh, 2500 years ago to about 2700 years ago okay roughly around those times because uh those are the times when the word atom was first used okay or when the word atom was really uh brought into life and um so the word atom actually uh comes from the greek okay and uh when you take it to english that means not cut okay it's coming from the greek words meaning not and cut right atom is coming from the greek words meaning what meaning not and cut okay and and this word was actually uh uh, uh it was coined or it was um uh, the first person to come up with this word was the Greek philosopher, okay? Greek philosopher uh, Democritus or Democritus, okay? <laughs> um, and I hope I said that really well. Um, and basically, Democritus was the first person 
to suggest that everything in the universe, by that we mean all matter in the universe, any physical substance in the universe can ultimately be broken down into tiny particles that cannot or could not be further broken down okay so what does he mean by that he means if you could take something and you want to break it down into pieces you want to break it down into pieces you want to divide it into pieces there will be a point when you would have ultimately broken down everything like ultimately broken down this 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 thing this physical substance it will be a time where you would have just you know ultimately broken it down into tiny particles that you could no longer divide or break down this object into smaller 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 pieces okay so he called those smaller last pieces of objects that you break down or you broke down into what he called them atoms okay so essentially again if you could gather and uh, collect these atoms together put them together um you will essentially get what this bigger thing that you uh, broke down okay so that's essentially what an atom is okay um well well uh, today we know that an atom is made up of what is made up of what we call subatomic particles right so if you hear us keep uh, saying subatomic particles you should know that we mean of what we're speaking about what makes um in an atom okay so 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 another thing that you might just want to know is that um if you break an object down to its subatomic particles level or to its atoms level uh, those atoms they literally gonna possess the same properties of the bigger of the bigger um, 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 or of the bigger substance right uh, that you really have uh, broke down uh, for example and this is one of the most popular examples that's made in the physics world and um, um, let's say you've got a silver okay if you have a silver and you literally divide it into smaller and smaller particles um you will you, you will eventually right finally come to the smallest particle okay but that smallest particle is not going to be different from the big silver that you initially had okay it will still show the same physical uh properties the same chemical properties as the original and and the, the 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 you know the first silver that you actually had okay uh, uh um uh, uh yeah so that's pretty much what an atom is and that's really what happens uh with with atoms but now now if you have groups of atoms right or maybe if you've got atoms that are grouped together naturally okay it's really rare and i've never heard of such a case where you uh, uh have, where, where you know somebody 
has found a single atom, right? So naturally in this world and in the universe, we find atoms existing in groups, okay? We find atoms existing in groups and these groups of atoms are called what? They are called molecules or molecules, okay? That's what they are called. Now, this is what you will have. You essentially have atoms of the same type combining together in a group with one another. They form what we call a molecule, right? They form what we call a molecule or molecules, right? Of a certain uh, a chemical element, okay? So, uh, in the past few weeks, we spoke about... Um, we spoke about uh, the periodic table, okay? Last I checked, there are about 113 uh, distinct elements, okay, uh, in, in, in the periodic table. So, so, so each element is basically, for example, let's speak of a hydrogen element. A hydrogen element, um, 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 if you want, you can say it's a hydrogen molecule, okay? It's a hydrogen molecule because essentially what's there it's groups of atoms of the same type coming together to form hydrogen molecule, okay? So that's what it is, okay? We spoke about the history of the periodic table, right? So every element is a molecule, right? So you essentially have a bunch of atoms coming together of the same type to form what? To form a chemical element or to form a molecule, right? A hydrogen molecule, um, 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 you know... You, you 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 name them. So I really did say last I checked there were about 133 uh, chemical elements. Um, um, there are some of them that really occur naturally on Earth. Okay, they occur naturally on Earth. Um, um, and and literally, what is the periodic table? The periodic table is chemical elements that form all the known substances in the universe. Okay, all the known substances in the universe, okay, um, 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 uh, oxygen, uh, you know, uh, aluminium, uh, 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 potassium, uh, sodium, magnesium, calcium, silicon, chlorine. So, so, so those are just a few of the, the examples, right, that really form all the known uh, materials in the universe. Those are just the basics ones that really naturally exist on Earth. Okay, that really exist on Earth. Uh, there are some that they they they, they like they, they are really found. Okay, they are really really found. Uh, they make less than uh, one billionth of atoms on Earth. Okay, so they are really 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 found. And that's when we speak about uh, 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 molecules, uh, atoms like your 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 xenon, right? Your 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 iridium, right? Your 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 promethium, your your polonium, right? There, there's protactinum, pro something like that. So those are the rarest, right? Uh, uh, elements that are on earth right so 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 that's pretty much it and over the years as well we now have uh, elements that are artificially made okay that are artificially made but one of the disadvantages of them 
Uh, we've got people who made elements, other forms of elements, okay? Um, and those are called artificial elements, right? They they basically made using uh, nuclear reactors and stuff, but um, they are not stable, okay? They are not stable. By that we mean um, they break down, okay? <laughs> they break down. So if they break down, they are they 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 go they break down to other stable elements, okay? So 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 that's pretty much it. And a good analogy that you can think of, of of chemical elements. A good analogy for that would be think of the alphabets, right? English alphabets, A B C D E F G. Um, English words are made of those. Uh, 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 they're made of those. Uh, uh, each letter, right? Those those, those alphabet. Right, so you can think of chemical elements like that. Every each one is separate, but when you combine them, you form something else. Okay, so now here's the thing that we're gonna end with: um, when different types of molecules combine together, they form what we call compounds. All right, they form what we call compounds. For example, water is a compound. Did you get that? So a chemical name for water is what? It's it's H2O, right? That's uh, hydrogen oxide, right? It's H2 subscript to O. And H is what? It's two hydrogen atoms, two hydrogen molecules, and uh, one oxygen molecule, right? So when you combine those, you get water. That's what makes up water, right? Two hydrogen atoms and uh, uh, one oxygen uh, uh, molecule, right? So, so that's what water is, and we call that a water compound, right? Uh, uh, another example is table salt. Okay, table salt. That's that's uh, it's sodium and chlorine that makes uh, table salt, and the chemical element of table salt, the salt that we have, that's 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 an A, which is sodium Cl which is chlorine, right? So that's really what makes up uh, our water. And and that, remember, it's sodium molecule, chlorine molecule. Those are two molecules coming together. They form what? They form a compound, right? But if it's single, it's a molecule or atoms, okay? So 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 that's pretty much it uh, for today. And I really hope that you learned a lot of stuff. Um, I even do see that we got a bit ahead of time. But then, right after this, uh, we will essentially uh, be closed. What is active worship? What? Hello, active FM. My name is Ria Betsuimelau, and I am part of active worship. Active worship is a group of kingdom builders who use their instruments and vocals as another means to glorify God and have recorded thus far 12 great albums. And I am so privileged and honored to be part of the team. I get to sing back up, I write songs and lead worship, and it's just been an overall blessing to me. So yeah, I'm very grateful for active worship. And apparently we have reached the end of the Void show today. I enjoyed the show. I mean, I hope you did. Um, Remember, our goal is to... 
uh, understand our natural world, okay? To get a perspective, to get a perception, uh, to know about our natural world, right? So, um, essentially today what we spoke about, you know what matter is, you know different states of matter, solid, liquid gas, plasma, right? Stars, um, we didn't speak about uh, uh, stars a lot today, but stars are literally um, made of plasma, okay? That's the fourth state of matter, okay? Um, 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 you literally get it in high degrees of temperatures, millions degrees of uh, temperatures. And and um, we spoke about an atom. You know what an atom is. You know what molecules are. You know what compounds are. You now know what a chemical element of water is. It's hydrogen molecules, two hydrogen molecules, and uh, 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 one oxygen molecule, right? It's a water compound, okay? We've got... We've got, uh, you now know salt that you use at home. Uh, uh, what's the chemical name of that salt, right? It's sodium chloride, okay? So so that's pretty much it. I hope today you really enjoyed the show. And, I mean, do not forget to share the show. Uh, um, from us, Active FM, The Void Show, so we're definitely going to be seeing you next week. Um, same time, same place. And we're really going to be bringing you... Um, fun and crazy facts about the universe. So all the love from Active FM. Have a fantastic week ahead of you. Enjoying the Active FM shows? Well then catch us on Instagram at Active FM triple seven. Don't hesitate. Find, follow, and enjoy us on all our different platforms. You don't want to miss out. Active FM. Radio has never been better.